It's April 17th, 2023. This is Rook. Welcome to episode 256 of Rook. I'm Gian Gomeshi. Hello from Toronto. Salam, Dustan Aziz. Hope you are doing well wherever you are tuning in from around the world. We are on our ongoing mission to build a new audiovisual encyclopedia of Iranian diaspora identity in English. And today, a special guest joining me in the Rook studio. I think this is his first ever major or first ever long form English interview, a man who is a a masterful Iranian pop singer and musician, very popular uh, both inside Iran and across the diaspora, and someone who's had a very difficult few years, effectively forced into exile. Uh, First from Iran, he moved to, eventually ended up in Ukraine, and then the war in Ukraine began, and he had to flee there. But still supporting and standing by Iranian citizens in a big way, Maziar Falahi is joining me and has agreed to perform live here in the Rook studio. This is part of a new series on Mondays of programming that features one big interview. So on Thursdays, it's our regular show with the opening essay with Pega and others joining me for the roundup and two or more interviewees. But on this day, the focus is on one person in the Rook seat and Maziar will be joining us in the Rook studio in just a moment. Now, I mentioned Pega, but you happen to actually be sitting here. I am. Hello. What are you doing here? The roundup is not till Thursday. <laughs> I'll be here on Thursday, too. Nice to see you. You know why I wanted you to come in? Why is that? You, I mean, you were in, in the <laughs> office, and I said to come in because I wanted to whine about being sick. Oh. Because yeah. on Thursday, I don't mm-hmm. know if you heard, I gave you a shout out. I Hope did, you get I better. <sighs> Thank you for that. I think we have. Super, we, I call her Super P. I mean, mm-hmm. her name has become Super P. It's on her card now. You know, <laughs> I am Super P. But Super P is Super the Spreader. Blame, yeah. yes. <laughs> super Virus. <laughs> Isa, we love you, but we all got sick because of you. She was sick at the beginning of last week, and we were all like, mm-hmm. I'm not getting that. And then, uh, sure enough, one by one, like Domino's, Sound Person Louise, everybody. <laughs> everybody uh, got sick. Somehow, Roham has uh, avoided it. Well, uh, Part of the sickness must be in celebration of our third anniversary. Yesterday was the third anniversary of Rook. Um, A shout out to everyone who has ever helped out or worked with uh, us at Rook and certainly to all of you guys out there who supported us. Um, We started exactly three years ago, Mm. April 16th, 2020. The first interview was with Hamid Ismailiun on that first show and um, with this mission that we carry forward today. So who knew? Three years so far and chugging along. Yes, three very exciting years. Now, this weekend, I went to see Airfon mm-hmm. and Gidal. Airfon's going to be here for a feature interview in our studio mm-hmm. soon. Uh, he's hanging around in Toronto, I guess, for a few days. But um, uh, the good show mm-hmm. here in Toronto, the, the, the hip-hop boys, the rapping boys, you were not there. No, I missed it. I was actually at um, a soccer game. On oh. Saturday. Yeah, I was at a TFC. Oh, TFC. Yeah. Toronto so, FC for Toronto those people FC, not listening. That's right. That's right. Not not familiar with the uh with Major League Soccer, yes. which is the North American <laughs> version of mm-hmm. soccer. So how was the TFC game? It was good. Um it was a tie. 
they were playing against Atlanta FC or uh. Atlanta United FC. I don't know what they call themselves. But um, you know what? I thought I was feeling better. And then I went to the game. And now I'm not feeling so great again. Because during the day on Saturday, it was so nice. Babin, and then in the evening. Exactly. I was actually thinking of what your <laughs> thinking mom would of my say mother. to you. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, how my mother is now having an impact on others. Exactly, uh, other exactly. Maybe in Bazaar Afti looked football nigga. That's right. That's well, right. it's funny because I had a ticket to that game. Mm -hmm. A cousin of mine had uh, had uh, had invited me to go see TFC, and I said no because I was going to the Airfon mm -hmm. show stupidly. So the ticket for the show was nine o'clock. Right. And uh, thinking I was really wise, sage, <laughs> smart, on it, me and my friend, we think, well. It's not going to start really at nine o'clock because these Persians running right, around, you know, course. they always have to be a bit late. Persian standard know? time. Cool rappers, they're going to come on late, you know, so they're not, they're going to come on at like 9 30, 10 o'clock, mm -hmm. 10 30. You know what time I got there? 10 45. Arriving sweetly in Persian late time. And the fucking guy didn't, I, I think they went on at one in the morning. I mean, wow. yeah, yeah, even when I got, yeah, it was, I mean, maybe that's obvious. I don't know. It was, I don't know, I left at like 2.30 in the morning wow. or something. It was, yeah, I don't know what it was. But I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was definitely Persian time, <laughs> times 10. <laughs> uh, so I could have, the, the point, the, and the, the point is I could have easily yeah, gone to the exactly. game and the concert. Yeah, I don't know why I, I naively thought that I had to choose between <laughs> the two. Just waltz into, although the game probably started on time because it's it not did. Iranians, yes, right? It yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> it's at the 7.30. The Khadija actually start when the game's supposed to start. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. There's two things that I wanted to to mention to you as well because this isn't an official roundup. Mm -hmm. We'll do it on Thursday, but just two things in the news today that I thought were notable mm -hmm. in in the Iranian diaspora and the uprising. And we'll get to Maziar Falahi yes. in just a little bit. I'm very much looking forward to this. It's quite quite honored that he's coming in the studio too uh, and performing. Uh, first of all, the Iranian Minister of Culture and Islamic guidance. Oh, yeah. This is just an hour ago or two hours ago I read this, has demanded that dissident artists, quote-unquote, that would include, by the way, most prominent Iranian filmmakers, musicians, mm -hmm. actors. He's demanded that they express, those in Iran at least, I guess, express remorse mm -hmm. for their participation in political protests during the uprising of the last seven months before they are allowed to work again. That's right. I, I heard about this. You have Actually, to get on your knees and say, oh, my God, I was wrong. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, I think he also mentioned something about promising incentives if they repented. Those were kind of the words. I was like, are you kidding me? First of all, what kind of incentive are you going to provide? I mean, I'm, I'm at a loss as to what they could possibly, quote unquote, provide. Right. And also, what does that repenting look like? Like, what are they supposed to do? Right. Come out and say, oh, you know, we were misled and actually loved the Islamic Republic? Like, what it's are they the, expecting? It's the open air. It's the transparent version of forced confession. Exactly. Hey, I'm forcing you to confess. <laughs> I'm letting everybody know. Come on out and confess that you were wrong, even though you believed something so strongly that you were willing to put yourself in your career and your life on the line. I mean, I'm not sure what he's expecting in terms of response, but it's they're so naked about their totalitarianism mm -hmm. you know it's 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 so you know it's like what's the, what does the dictator playbook say to do here oh i see <laughs> dissident artists will need to express remorse um the second thing is uh uh of a different category is mm -hmm. that reza pahlavi yes. Shahzadeh, uh 
has I, I, mean, I can't mention Reza Pahlavi without somebody thinking I'm either pro Reza. What, what you know, your show, Jiandong, your show has turned into pro Pahlavi show, <laughs> oh, and I don't even know. And then other people say. I had somebody on the weekend say, you know, but you, you're not a fan of Reza Pahlavi. I said, why? Why do you say that? Because you don't call him Shah Sadeh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, you can't I win. You can't win. You can't win. You know, I, I can't just give the news or talk about right. what we're, you know, what's going on. Anyway, Reza Pahlavi announced yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, you, we would have seen this on social media, that he's going to be making a historic trip to Israel. He just tweeted a couple of hours ago, a few hours ago, that he's landed right. with Yasmin Pahlavi in, in Israel. Um, and I, I thought this was a this is kind of this is a bold move. Mm-hmm. I mean, for those who thought Reza Pahlavi was lacking in some grit, um, I think this is, if not a brave decision, it's a this decisive one, you know, and one that some folks in the di- diaspora will definitely not be supportive of, mm-hmm. and then many others will. Yeah. Um, the regime certainly won't be supportive of this. Um, but but uh, interesting choice and and and. Powerfully, he had mentioned something about this before, that this was something they were interested in, but to go and do it. And I certainly think it's great that he's visiting on the opening of Holocaust Remembrance Day. Mm -hmm. But I wonder how this will ripple out through the the diaspora. What did you make of this? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I was kind of surprised, but not necessarily in a bad way. I just, you know, I wasn't expecting him to make a move like this, like you said, maybe because um, he hadn't done anything so bold so to speak. Um, but I think this could be seen as part of his ongoing effort to build alliances, as he's said over the past years, months. I mean, for as long as he's kind of been in the public eye in the diaspora, he's always said, you know, he wants to build alliances with other countries and share this vision that he has for Iran with with everyone else. So that makes sense. But it could also be seen um, as really provocative and aimed at the Islamic Republic because, um, you know, one, him going to Israel in and of itself to the fact that he's going to um, on, at the beginning of the Holocaust Remembrance celebrations, whereas the Islamic Republic doesn't even recognize the Holocaust. Um, so again, I, I agree. I think there's a, there's going to be a lot of um, divide in terms of what people think of it. I think there's a fair amount of folks on the left uh, in the Iranian diaspora who, um, even if they're not fans of the Iranian regime as well, would n- are not fans mm-hmm. of Israel, That's you right. know, or or at least uh, the treatment of the Palestinians, et cetera. But then I was thinking they're not fans of Reza Pahlavi probably anyway. I'm not sure if he's losing yeah. any of the, the people that, I mean, you know, because it's all baked in kind mm-hmm. of uh, if you're, I, I don't know, I don't know. But I, th- I think it's, a, as I say, it's very decisive. And I think um, seeing some of the, the first images coming out, uh, they are kind of powerful. They are, this, yeah. This prominent Iranian going to Israel, you know, and, and meeting, the, I mean, this is, you know, this is a noteworthy thing. It definitely is. And there was definitely no lack of support from Iranians in Israel. I mean, I think there was a photo that I saw with individuals lined up outside of his hotel. Yeah, and there was yeah. definitely um, a, a big welcome for him. Um, one of the things that I thought about when I saw the news of, of him traveling to Israel was the implications that this would have for already tense relationships between Israel and Iran and also in the region with Iran and Saudi Arabia now Whoa. becoming such, quote unquote, as we've uh, often referred to it. This, so uh, that'll be interesting. Iran and Saudi Arabia thing. I was talking about it a lot over the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's really, it sucks. Yeah. It really sucks on so many levels. It's a, it's a, ve- it's very negative in terms of the implications it may have for, for the uprising and the hopes of freedom in, in terms of Iran's turn towards the East and combining the, the triumvirate of China, Russia, Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. 
powerful players in the 21st century, certainly China and Saudi Arabia, you know. That's right. And, uh, and in case anybody missed it, last Thursday we had Behnam Taleblu mm-hmm. on. Did you listen to that? I did. Because I know you were sick. I was. You, but you I listened at least to, listened to the show. I did right. listen to the show, and it was phenomenal. Excuse me. <clears throat> he was, he, he's, he's, if you didn't catch that, it's the second half of last mm-hmm. of the last show. Episode 255, we had uh, Ervin Khachikian on, and then Behnam Taleblu. So if you didn't catch it, do, do take a listen to that, because... He is really sharp. He's a political mm-hmm. scientist uh, out of D.C., and uh, um, it was an eye-opener. Also, you know, a tough conversation in terms of uh, how, how well, the prospects of being able to deter or counter the growing relationship, detente, um, bromance, whatever bromance, we want to call yeah. it, with Iran and China, who's the, the big new superpower, mm-hmm. and, and Saudi Arabia now, and... Uh, North Korea, Venezuela, oh, I don't God. know, you know. Um, Maziar Falahi, about to walk into the studio. We're coming to you on rookmedia.com. It's there that you can link to all of our platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, CastBox. If you like to see some visuals with Rook, switch over to YouTube. And um, we are going to put this interview with Maziar up in its entirety on video mm-hmm. on YouTube. So if you want to watch this, the majority of our audience is in podcast audio, but if you guys actually want to see this, just go over to our YouTube channel. And if you like, and we'll do do so on Instagram, we'll put some parts on Insta as well. If you like your Rook descriptions and bulletins in English and in Persian, check us out on Telegram. We always appreciate, it's a lifeline to us, uh, those of you who are becoming Rook members by signing on to our Patreon page, which is a... Uh, basically becoming subscribers for a small amount each each month you help us stay alive and uh we thank you for it um our latest patreon member sammy bayot who is a bronze member thank you so much sammy and uh if you go to rookmedia.com r-o-q-e media.com press on the front page the support us button it takes you through how to become a patreon member and we really appreciate it thank you pega thank you i'll let you trade places with uh, our guest who's coming in if you are a fan of persian popular music you will likely have heard the voice of my feature guest today he is one of the most prolific well-known respected musicians inside and outside of iran these days take a listen to this همه میگن که تو رفتی همه میگن که تو نیستی همه میگن که دوباره دل تنگم شکستی دروغه چجوری دلت میومد منو این جوری ببینی با ستاره ها چه نزدیک منو تو دوری ببینی همه گفتن که تو رفتی ولی گفتم که دروغه دروغه There you go. Little taste of the song دروغه from 2011. A composition and recording from the creative well and talents of our feature guest today. Mazyar Falahi. Mazyar is a singer, songwriter, composer, guitarist, piano player, recognized especially for his very moving love songs. Mazier was born and raised in Tehran. He started his first guitar lessons at the age of 15 
He gained public recognition for singing and writing the film score for a movie called Majnun Leili in 2006. After that, Maziar worked on several TV series and movies, such as Wishbone and Qalbi Yahi, the latter of which led to the first album that, that we just heard the song Duduqe from. Maziar left Iran after it became too difficult to pursue his music career there, and he made Ukraine home for a while, but then was forced to leave there because of the war that began with Russia last year. Maziar now lives in Germany these days. He's been very outspoken from the beginning of the uprising, showing his solidarity with those fighting for the cause of freedom in Iran, and has made it his mission to produce music related to the revolution until change comes to Iran. He's currently performing shows in North America, but first, right now, Mazior Falahi joins me in the Rook studio. Hello, sir. Hello, thank you for inviting me here. Uh, so before that, I must apologize for my English because I learned English in my school <laughs> and many years ago, but I'm trying to speak English here. Yeah. And uh, this is my honor. I'm here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very happy. And uh, before that, I must say happy Nowruz to all Iranians around the world. And I hope a very peaceful life and peaceful year for all Iranians. Yes. Well, first of all, it's an it's my honor to have well, you thank here you in very the studio. Much. Thank you. And um and this is your first ever interview in English, right? Yes, yes, sure. Thank you so much. I mean, that is amazing. And by the way, your English is great. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's the first time I'm speaking English and uh, English interview, but I'm trying to speak English. But if it was prob it, it was there is the problem here you can, you so can we can change it to no Farsi. problem you can slip into Farsi anytime uh, okay, but thank uh, you. trust me you we've had much worse on the show than so you. let's uh, let's uh, <laughs> have uh, uh, let's uh, a little Farsi I, I must say uh, to Iranian people yes نوروز رو تبریک میگم به همه ایرانیان هر جای دنیا که هستن برایشون آرزوی سالی پر از عشق و آرامش و صلح دارم به امید روزهای آزادی ایرانی آباد و آزاد امیدوارم که امسال سال خوبی برگردونم Oh, uh, it's different. It is different. So uh, it's, it sounds like the same guy, but when you're singing, you're up here. Ah, uh, yes. I yeah. use. Uh, uh, we say uh, we have uh, three parts. We have high notes and mid, middle notes mm-hmm. and low. Uh, I have a good middle voice, but you, I use, uh, usually use uh, high notes. You do. I mean, it's, 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 it's a kind you know, of style for me. Someone like Michael Jackson, you know, uh, yeah. he had the high voice, but when he spoke, he had the high voice uh, too. Yes. You, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you know, that's not you're actually speaking. No, no. Voice, I, yeah. I, my, my voice, uh, I, I have bass notes, but uh, yes. I usually, it's my style to use because the people love love songs. It's better to have very in high notes. And for when, me. Uh, is that right? That's a, that's kind of a Persian thing. I don't mm-hmm. think that's always true that that people like the. The high notes uh, in other, I mean, if you think of someone like Leonard Cohen, he, uh, people yeah. like the, the the bottom, the bass of his. You know, voice. before the revolution, many years ago, the people loved the uh, bass notes in uh, in low level, like uh, Darius, yes, great Darius, and yes. uh, after that, uh, in in I think ten years ago or maybe near ten years ago, it changed to uh, another songs. Yes, like Shatmir. If I think of all Persian pop, it's kind of a higher. Yes, it changed. Even the more alternatives that Siavash Komeshi is, it's higher kind of register stuff a lot uh, of the time. I think Siavash Komeshi have a very a base level notes, but not when he's singing. Sometimes it's got that yes, mid rangey uh, high. Well, mid-rangey. because he's professional, I love it because uh, <laughs> I'm fan of Siavash Komeshi. You know, he's my family. Yeah. My, uh, my, uh, so yes, you're, 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 you're my family. uncle, my dad's cousin. Oh, is so. Yeah. 
I love you much more. Whoa, before. you didn't love me before, but now, <laughs> exactly. now that you find out. <laughs> really, he's, uh, he's, uh, I think he was my teacher when mm. I was in Iran. Uh, I was listening to his music and, and uh, I was uh, looking at the chords and he was like a teacher to me. Mm. And I learned so many uh, music from him. And after that, I start to learning uh, classic music mm. and change my style. But uh, I choose love songs mm. because well, you are the master of love uh, songs. Thank you. Very You're much. a master. Thank of you. But uh, I mean, I, I've got so much to ask you about your story. And everything, but while we're still talking about the high singing, okay. you know, th- it, it is something of a liability. It's it, it's a it's a difficult thing to do as you get older. Mm-hmm. You know, your voice, you know, the famous stories like Sting from the yeah. police. They have to do the songs now, uh, a quarter note or a whole note down, like a, or sorry, a, a tone or two down because yeah. he can't hit the high notes as he gets older. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen to you. No, no, no. You're I still think, a young man, it, but when you get older. I, yeah, I, 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 after the concert, it changed because in live, you use your voice. And I, um, I think uh, after uh, 1,000 concerts, mm-hmm. uh, my voice changed a little. But in a studio, I can do it high notes very well. Like I when think. you're 75, uh, are you going to be able to still sing Duduke in that key? I or think, uh, yes, I can. You will? Yes, I think oh. if you don't you're very use, confident. If you don't drink alcohol, <laughs> it will be good. <laughs> and you don't? I promise do, you. Do you drink alcohol? Uh, sometimes, but uh, <laughs> uh, for well. it's not good for singer. No. Really, it's not good. Uh, right. So I... Um, I try to don't, uh, never drink alcohol because it's not good, really. It's not good for. Uh, I don't know what's hanjare in English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you want to protect uh, your voice. Yeah, it's yeah. funny, you know. There's a there's a lot of different rules around this. There's people, some people who seem to have uh, be able to sing. You know, uh, I mean, there's a Canadian singer named Brian Adams, and mm-hmm. he always sings with a. Oh, he's got. He sings like this, and I wonder how he doesn't lose his voice, but he doesn't. And I don't even think he doesn't seem to even have any rituals to save his voice. On the other hand, there's someone like Celine Dion, mm-hmm. and you know, Celine Dion famously doesn't talk during the day. If yes, she, if yes. she, she's always protecting the voice. There's, if she doesn't have to talk, she doesn't talk, yes, especially yeah. on because singing is very days. hard job. Really, it's very hard. And that you seem to be in. So you're, you're in that camp that you have yes, to yes. always. Be I never careful. smoke. You, I never smoke because uh, I have so many problems with cigarettes. So if someone uh, smokes cigarette in a uh, room, so I, I must quit the room. Right, right. Because it's not really, it's not good it's for really me. Really not good. Yeah. Uh, alcohol and cigarettes is really. It's, so you it's just do bad. a lot of cocaine instead. No, never. <laughs> the cocaine is much more worse than you. <laughs> Kidding. It's, it's you know, this, I'm telling all uh, all, the, all the singers that it really is cocaine, alcohol, and cigarette the is very. It's, it's, Absolutely. Rare, so it's yeah. not good for you. You know, there's a romance, especially yeah. in rock and roll music. They, 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 there's a romantic idea that if you're drinking and you're smoking, you become somehow a better, you're a cooler musician somehow. Mm-hmm. There's this th- thought that in order to be like um, the, the, the Rolling Stones or something, you have yeah. to be drinking and smoking. But it's actually not great for you, especially if you're a singer. Yes, right? So I have advice to young singers. If you want to be a good singer, never drink alcohol, never smoke, never cocaine, nothing. این فارسی از سه حتما از مواد مخدر دوری بکنید هر چیزی که دود داره مستقیما روی سیستم تنفسی و تارهای صوتی شما اثر میذاره بنابراین اگر میخواید خواننده موفق و خوبی باشید هیچ وقت فسنجون چی؟ فسنجون میتونه بخوری؟ فسنجون سو فسنجون yes but it's not good because uh, it has گردو گردو is not good for voice oh, I mean so what, what's left what can we what are you allowed to eat what so, 
salt, pepper is not good. And so fast food is not good. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 smoke is not good. Nothing. So if you're a good singer, so you must be a good person. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a very good person. Let me ask you, when you hear that song, something like yeah. that, um, and somebody who is, I in the beginning, I called you prolific, which of course means uh, that you always seem to have a lot of output. You've written, you've worked on so many albums and movies and TV series. You seem mm-hmm. to have a facility for writing. So you're not someone like, and I say this with respect, but someone like Farmaz Aslani, mm-hmm. in 40 years he put out five records and he, he himself says, I don't write a lot of songs. You know, I, I, Once in a while one comes to me. You're the opposite of that. Lots of songs. In that context, with a song like Duduke, do you still like it or do you think, oh, no. I've heard this song a million times. Why are they playing this song? Yeah, you know, for me, all the singers or all the artists said the songs are, are like my children or something like this. But, you know, I have good memories with the songs. Mm. So I love them. I write the first time I wrote this song for my father. I've lost, uh, I've lost my father 30 years ago in an accident. Mm-hmm. So I love this song. Every time I sing it, I'm thinking about my father. Still? Yes, still. So even if the song is from, uh, in that case, it would be from 20, it's, it's, it's over 10 years, it's 12, 13 years old, that song. Um, yeah. you, but you still, you still, you don't get tired of it. No, never, never. Hmm. I love it. Yeah. And are you that way about all of your music? Uh, not all of that, hmm. but some of that really, uh, sometimes I, when I'm alone in home, I s- start to singing uh, the old mm. songs. My songs. Are you hard on yourself, Maziar? Do you do you when you listen to your old music? When you listen to a song like that recording that's from a few mm-hmm. years ago, do you hear the problems? Do you go, oh, I could have done this better? I, no, or no, you're okay. No, no, I, I, I must tell it in Farsi. Man, هیچ وقت چیزی رو منتشر نمیکنم که ازش پشیمون بشه. Really? اگر قرار بشه ازش پشیمون بشم، این کار have this rule. You know, you can't, you can't for me, the right decision is the decision that you do it. So it's right for me. Beautiful. I, I love your philosophy so far. Thank you. Uh, so uh, let me, I want to ask you about your story. And as I say, it's such an honor to be able to do this in English because you haven't done it before anywhere. Yeah. But um, let me first ask, because we must talk about um, um, what's really been the priority for us in recent months is the situation in Iran. Yeah. And there's been so much hope and and excitement that there could be change and and seeing the brave young women and men in iran and and at the same time so much sadness and so much heartbreak and so much difficulty what have the last six months been like for you so before that i had very bad days very sad days when i came from crying for me and for my family it was very bad days really i was very sad i was in a very uh, bad mood depression and uh, that is, but what happened in Iran it changed me. It was the very bad days for my people in Iran. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to write a music for them because I'm a singer, so mm-hmm. I, I must uh, read for them and I must sing for them. Uh, so I tried, I, but I couldn't write anything. I was very angry, I was very sad. So I uh, stopped watching the news to think about the words. I, w- I want to write lyrics, but I couldn't because I w- really, it was a sad situation. It was a very bad situation. The people, w- they were dying and they were killing the people, the children. So I stopped after one week. Uh, the, uh, my friends say, 
you uh, were doing you didn't anything for the people you didn't uh, uh, seeing anything mm. i said i can't because it's very bad for me it's very bad situation for me yeah. i can't do anything yeah i can think i can write a month ago or two months ago and Babak was saying he couldn't he, he first time in his life that for a little while he, mm. he stopped playing he was watching these kids die uh, and he actually couldn't even pick up his guitar for a yes, while I can now un- he's doing I can un- understand yeah. him because um, I prefer to write in Instagram about the people about the revolution about the, what's happening in Iran not uh, not a love song it wasn't good for me mm. it wasn't enough i think mm. but my friend told me you must do something so i uh turned off the tv and uh, it didn't write in instagram and i just think about uh, writing uh, about a poem so i released the music the name was qasam beto mm. the story was about uh, i saw a video a short video about a, uh, it was a kurdish man uh the kurd uh, said in, I, I'm saying Farsi. He said, uh, So I start writing. Oh, it was great. Uh, and I write this one. This one. Uh, mm. And I write this song. And when I release that, my friend Khashayar, uh, Casey Bondar, he's yes. living Casey. I called him, Casey, uh, I don't have any equipment, I don't have a studio in Germany because I came from Ukraine, I don't have anything here. So can you help me? He said yes, he canceled the, uh, he, he was going to another city, he canceled and start to uh, arranging the music. And after one day I called him, uh, is it ready or not, is it hard? He said, wait a minute, just wait a minute and send me the music. Wow. said, I finished it. So I went to one of my friends in Germany. Uh, he was a photographer. I said, I want to make a video. He said, yes, I will do it for you. I said, it's for Iran. He said, we, uh, you don't need to pay anything. Mm. He was, he was German. Uh, yes, was German. They helped me from Germany, uh, from Netherlands. They, helped they said, if it's for your country, for Iran, for women, mm. we will do it free for you. Wow. So uh, me and Hashar make two songs and uh, after that uh, i said okay just now i'm better and you were you didn't have the desire to really play concerts for a while too right you yes i can set three concerts at that time i think it was it wasn't necessary to have concert we didn't need concert but after uh, i think uh, three or four months i saw a big depression on all iranian in all around the world so we need to have hope to for future we yes need, we i think we need concert but not th- that kind of concert before uh i, I let me tell me uh, in farsi system hukumati iran mardom iran ro besyar ghamgin narahat the regime in iran have made people uh, yes. sad badbakht dost dare pur az they want people to be feeling sad and feeling like we're the unfortunate people ma ihtiyaj be zaman darim baraye inke be azadi beresim va be muvaffaqiyat beresim پس ما الان اون روحیه رو لازم داریم ما همه چیمون رو از دست دادیم روحیمون رو از دست دادیم و همون چیزی که حکومت ایران دوست داره الان و در طول چهل خورده سال براش تلاش کرد این بودش که مردم ایران مردم غمگین تنها و افسرده باشن please the regime by just being sad and غمگین but you know at the same time it's a match it's a matter of um, 
it's been tough. Like this Noruz was a difficult one because yes, on yes. the one hand, I think we have to respect and go ahead with the tradition of Noruz. Exactly. It's great. We love exactly. it. On the other hand, do we really want to be dancing and drinking and celebrating and all of that when we're so? So, so it's a tough one, right? If uh, this is this is the challenge. If you want to win, you must be strong. We must have Noruz because Noruz, because the uh, regime in Iran is the enemy of Noruz. Mm. They hate Noruz. Mm. So we must have Noruz. We must have Yalda. Uh, it's not good to say we don't have Noruz. We don't have Yalda. Yes, we have, but not the same as Noruz you. like last year. But we have Noruz. It's, it's a very Iranian culture. I mean, this past year for you, I want to get to it in terms mm -hmm. of you flee Iran, you end up in Ukraine. You have to flee Ukraine then. And, yeah, yeah. and, and so where that's all led you. But, but um, uh, take me back first. Take me back to being a kid in the 1980s mm -hmm. uh, in Iran. Um, what were you like as a young boy? If somebody were to describe young Maziar, what would they say? When I was a child, my father... Uh, it was at that time we, we, there there was a very bad war if you remember between Iran and Iraq. Of course. So uh, we didn't have electricity all the day. Uh, no, it was dark. At you the were in Tehran. Yes, yeah. yes. I was living in Karaj. A Karaj. Karaj right. is near Tehran. Yeah. So my father said, "Okay, kids, come here. We were three. We are three brothers. Come here. Uh, I want to uh, speak about Hafez and Ferdowsi and Khayyam, and really at that days." It was very, in Farsi بگم, ریشه شعر گفتن من در روزهایی که پدر من برای محافظ فردوسی در اون روزهایی که برق می رفت و ما چیزی برای تفریح نداشتیم همیشه برای محافظ و سعدی و مولانا می خوند. So when the electricity was out, he would, <laughs> so he would sing the, read these great yes. poems for you. یک چراغ نفتی بود و ما زیر اون حافظ می خوند wow. من برای من و برای من معنی می کرد شعرها رو. Do you think of those days now that you tell that story about your dad, I mean, the Iran-Iraq war, not only did it kill a million people, but it, it traumatized a whole generation. I mean, especially yes, the young yes. people going through that, you know, uh, cousins of mine who still talk about, they hear a loud noise and they get scared from yeah, that. Yeah. Do you think about that time as a, as a, uh, a, a bad memory or do you think in the basis of what you're saying about your father do you think of nostalgically about those days being somehow positive I think it's, it, for me it's not a bad memory but it's hard it's terrible but it's not a bad memory because everything it still makes you emotional uh, yeah Okay, everything when uh, I'm thinking at that days about my father is sweet. Yeah. هیچ وقتم نتونستم بهش دست پیدا کنم یعنی دوست داشتم که یک روز پدرم هم توی کنسرت من به خاطر اینکه من بعدش خواننده شدم yeah. برای وقتی شما میگه اون روزهای بعد با اینکه برق نبود میشستیم با هم پدرتون جا بود یو دد دای وین یو ور 18 یس یه ذره عوض بشم فضا رو عوض بکنیم 
اونایی که هنوز پدرشون کنارشون دارن قلبشو بدونن Yeah, I lost my father a few years ago, and I, I so you can I, understand. I, I can I understand. Yeah. I can understand. Although I had him for longer than you had yours, um, you've told me once before that you're you love literature, you love yeah. Persian. Did you get that from your dad then? Uh, yes, exactly. My father was an engineer, but he loved literature. Ferdowsi, Hafez, Khayyam, Molana, Molavi. So he told me you must learn uh, literature. And English. I was uh, eight years old. He, hmm. he he told me you must go to English English school. The name was Tayarani English School. Nemidunam kujas agay Tayarani hastianist. Omidvaram halish. You see, it's paying off now. Uh, yeah, if you you you're, you're doing an interview in English because of you, because of those days, your father made you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so he, and I told my father, oh, it's very hard to me. Uh, learning English and Farsi together because I was seven years old, six years old. He said, uh, someday you will see that uh, it's good for you. So today I think he was right hmm. because I learned English from my father in English school in Karaj. The story is that you start playing guitar when you're 15. Yeah. What's interesting to me is if I do the math, you're that's around 1990. Hmm. And... Um, Those first 10 years after the Islamic Revolution, nobody, I mean, not only because was there no music and nobody could play music, there weren't even any instruments anywhere. Yes, I'm so curious there. how you found so the guitar. I, yes, I found the guitar, it was for my uncle. He gave me a guitar. It wasn't very good guitar, but really I was happy I have a guitar. So the guitar was forbidden in the street. I put it in a something cover and put some bread on it like this that uh, I was in the- Carrying bread. Yes, carrying bread like this. And uh, someday soldier said, oh, so come here, what's that? I said, it's bread. I said, I want to look at him. Uh, and he uh, broke my guitar. It was a soldier. Oh my God. It was a, and said, oh, it's guitar, it's forbidden also. And he broke my guitar. Oh my God. And again, I uh, fixed it again, but it wasn't like that before. It, uh, we say, um, It wasn't in a tune. Mm -hmm. I practiced with that guitar for, I think, five years. With the broken guitar? With the bro oh broken guitar. Oh my God, guitar. what a story. And, uh, but I love that guitar. I still have it. But it's in, uh, I think it's in, uh, in Ukraine, in the studio. And I'm waiting for a stopped war and bring it to, uh, I don't know, Germany, How Canada. did you fall in love with the guitar? Where did you even see somebody <laughs> playing the guitar? guitar in the, in the context uh, of 1980s Iran. When I was a little ch uh, child, uh, we didn't have a very good uh, system for listening to, I, we had gramophone. Mm. So I had a, a picture on a gramophone, I think uh, it was uh, Tom Jones. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I saw Tom Jones, I started with Tom Jones, Darius. Not known for the guitar, <laughs> Tom Jones, but yeah, yeah, yes, known for Tom his Jones. dancing and his and I said, well, chest. But yes. yeah, yeah. I said, it's Tom Jones, uh, I started with Tom Jones. After that, uh, I realized that I really love guitar. So I was playing Tom Jones and it was uh, a little rock. A little, I said, I, 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 what, what can I do with this? Uh, I didn't have anything. So uh, I had Tom Jones, Haide, <laughs> Babake Bayot. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it was okay. so many uh, yeah. uh, different, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Qomeshi and a, a group was the name Golden Bring, something like that. And classic music. So, it was a mixture of music. So, uh, but the first time, uh, as 
all the young boys, Faramaz Aslani mm -hmm. was my favorite. So uh, I loved guitar with him. Right. So you had the, you had some, and did you? Did Not all the boys in Iran, all the girls, they love Faramaz Aslani, so we love guitar. But he was so handsome. <laughs> yeah. How could you not love him? <laughs> and those great songs. I, I love, love songs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, did you teach yourself to play? At the first, yes. And how, because so, I, I, so you I, must I, have known from an early age that you have a, they say a facility, like that you were, you were going to be a good musician. You must have felt it somehow, huh? Uh, yes. It, you yes, did? I know. I want to tell you, tell the audience that they, are, they listen to us, if you want to be someone, everything, a good engineer, a good doctor, a good singer, if you want a superstar, first of all, you must be a, a superstar in your mind. Hmm. So if it, this is the first step, after that you must have a good decision. Just do it. If you want to be, just do it. But in your dreams and in your mind, I was uh, thinking about yes, I can be a superstar. I will be on a stage, and I practice to myself by myself uh, when I was alone. I practice like this. Okay, this is a stage. I think about uh, the people are here. Hmm. I start to singing without uh, um, mm. no make no mistakes so if uh, yeah, yeah with no mistakes so I start to practice at the first time in first lessons I imagine that I'm on a stage without mistake and I practice by myself like this but what's amazing about that is um, there wasn't anybody on stage in Iran at that time no, no. So no, you're you're not just there. imagining something that would be extraordinary for a kid growing up in L.A. You're also imagining something that doesn't even exist in the country that you're living in at the time. Uh, you know, in Farsi, I'm saying that I had to work in Before the revolution, we, we, have, we had very nice mu uh, yes. music, yes. good singers, uh, educated and very professional like uh, Varujan. We had very beautiful music, yes. good singers. But after the revolution, all of them, they went to the USA or the other countries. Mm. So, Or they a, had to stay silent in Iran. You know, yes, yes, yes. Like so many singers. Gugush, yeah, like whatever, Gugush. Yeah. So uh, after, I think, uh, 20 years after the revolution, they start to let the singers, mm -hmm. yes, come on, because they need them. They said they need them, so they for uh, they used singers. Mm. But I was think, thinking different. I said that's no, we need music in this country, so I must stay and work here for the people. So I love them. So I'm a, I started to uh, learning music and uh, composing. And so I said, oh, it's, it's, uh, I think it's okay for concert and I start working. Now, before we get to that, though, you also end up doing a degree in, in industrial engineering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not something that a lot of rock stars growing up in the West end up doing. <laughs> but I think, if I have the story correctly, you you did that as a as a as an ode to your father, right? Yeah. Your your father died, and you you pledged to get this degree. Is that what? Uh, you know, my my father was an engineer too. And my brothers, they're engineers. So I promised to my father I will be an engineer. Uh, after that, I went to university, industrial engineer. And when I was a student, all the time I was practicing music. Hmm. 
in the university and uh, the, the university they knew me they, they all of them they know that I'm uh, I'm guitar player I was they knew you're not going to be an engineer <laughs> yes. but you end up going and getting a degree in engineering it's yes. such an amazing Persian so, thing uh, so after I finished school I finished the university I start to uh, again going to uh, music uh, classes mm. and I find uh, a very a master it really I love him He's very good teacher. Uh, his name is Hamid Reza Dibazar. Uh, and I learned so many things from him for life and music, both mm. together. There's something amazing about you in those, as you go into your 20s and you're, and you're working in music, is that you, you kind of create something that there wasn't a lot of in Iran, which is that you're not just a performer, you know, you start to sing, you start to play, but you also are a composer, but you're composing, you're writing lyrics, you're writing the the, the words and, and the music. You're a songwriter. Yes, yes. And now there are some that, I mean, Farmaz Aslani actually would be an example of one who actually wrote his own songs. But for the most part, that didn't really exist in, especially in popular music in Iran. There's either singers, and then there's the people who write the songs for them. And yeah. even when they write the songs, there's one guy writing the music and another person writing the lyrics. Yeah. Tell me about how you developed as a songwriter. You know, in Farsi, we don't have songwriter. I don't know what, what, how we can translate it to Farsi. We don't have songwriter. Uh, all songs? No, no, that's all the music. Right, <laughs> yes. right, right, right. If we don't have songwriter, uh, because uh, usually they get uh, lyrics from one person another. But uh, if you work as a team, for example, uh, uh, someone write the lyrics, someone make music, and someone sing. When they are uh, as a team, they are one person. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Like Spaniarimun Farzade, Farhad and Shahriyar Ghanbari. Right. They are together, they are a team, they are exactly a songwriter together. Right, So, right. But uh, just know, it's not good to say, but uh, it's like a business. I buy, it's, it's not supermarket to buy a, a yes. music, yes. go to a studio, arrange it for me. It's, it's like a supermarket. Well, not it's, everybody it's not ha- can write. I mean, that's, uh, that's the thing. There's so some I decided to learn how to write, how to play, because I think it's real art. Mm. It's not like a buy. I can buy arrangement. I can buy. Let seat. me ask you something. How did you feel so confident that you could do that? In other words, there's you know the greats. There's the the, the someone like um, Ebby or some of these famous people are not writing all the the, the music yeah, and yeah. lyrics. How do you? How does a young Maziar think? You know what? I'm going to do this all myself, uh, and I'm going to teach myself the guitar and the broken guitar, and I'm going to. Uh, you, know, you, know, you know, my favorite singer and musician was Siavash Komeishi and uh, Bijan Mortazavi. Mm. They are they are very very good artists and nice musician. He played violin. He's a musician. Yes. He knows about it. Yes. He's educated from music. Yes. So my favorite was, the, uh, for example, I, I love the composers. For example, I love uh, who composed uh, in Iranian, they say composer, for example, Babak Bayat. I love mm-hmm. them. So I was thinking that I must write the music, but uh, I, ri- I compose and write the lyrics together. Uh, for example, I'm uh, on the piano and with a uh, paper and pencil. So I sing and write together. Hmm. It comes, uh, I don't know they how. They both come at the same time. Yes, at the same time. Wow. I don't know how. Wow. And I, I must be alone. I can do it when, for example, you are here. I can do it. Because. Uh, you can or you cannot? 
I cannot. Uh-huh. I cannot. You need to be alone. Uh, I, I'm still in Farsi. Uh, it's, You're not it's, comfortable it's, enough with me staring at you while yes. you do it? Would you please help <laughs> me to... Uh, to <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, uh, let me tell you a story about uh, about my childhood. Um, what if I was a person you were very attracted to? If I was a um, some mm-hmm. some uh, woman or somebody that uh, you, you thought you were falling in love with, could you write then on the spot? No. No, you no. still have to go off alone. Uh, yes, yes. yes. Uh, because uh, in, I'm still in Farsi. When I was a child, I was a very good child. I was a very good child. I was a very good child. You were super shy when you yes, were young. Yes, super shy. And every time I was a child, I was a child. This was a child until high school. I had a problem with This is also a pattern in your life. You see a problem and you fix it yourself. You're super shy all through high school. اینقدر این قضیه زیاد شد که احساس کردم دیگه از پس زندگی خودم بر نمیام تو مدرسه، توی مغازه، توی اداره من هنوزم دوست ندارم برم اداره. و تصمیم گرفتم این مشکل رو با موسیقی حل بکنم مم. یعنی اگر یک خواننده ای بشم که میره جلوی جمعیت میخونه پس من دیگه نباید خجالت بکشم to overcome your shyness you knew if you go into music and to be a performer you're going to be able to you're going to have to go on stage خوانندگی قدرت رو به من داد که اون مشکلمو حل بکنم ولی مازیار بچگیم هنوز پشت این مازیار خواننده هست You can't get rid of the kid. But you don't seem shy today. Uh, you know why, why I'm here? Because I was a singer. If uh, I was Maziar, I couldn't do this interview. But listen, I'm very uh, honored that you're going to sing a song for us. You're going to sing a couple songs mm-hmm. in the studio. Yeah, sure. That's the kind of thing that some people won't do. Because they'll sort of go, oh, I don't know. And the reason they won't do it oftentimes is because yes, maybe exactly. it won't sound good enough. Maybe I won't be able to mix no, it the no, way I, I do it. So, so you're not shy now. No, no, no. no. Not when With it comes music, to s- I'm not shy. Uh-huh. This, is the, this, is my, uh, this is my power. Mm. I love it. So if you say, uh, would you please sing a song for us? Sure, I will do it for you because I love it. Uh, my teacher, Mr. Dibazar, told me, if you find someone that you can sing for him, Exactly, you must do it. Hmm. You must do it because this is your your life. But there's something in- also interesting about it. you're willing to work hard and you're ambitious. Now, why do I know that? Because you just said when I'm singing a song, playing the piano. You weren't a piano player at first. You were you learned to play the guitar. In fact, you're pretty badass on the guitar. You yeah. you know you know you, when I watch yeah. you doing lead uh, guitar riffs and stuff. I mean, you you're a yeah. good guitarist. But the story is, if I have this correctly, you tell yeah. me if this is. A, Is that around 30 years old, somebody, I don't know if it was your teacher or somebody yes, says to you, it was the same teacher. Yes. He says, if you're going to actually be a successful composer and, yes. and songwriter, you have to do so on the piano. Yes, yes, it was necessary to learn it. So he told me, not a keyboard, just a piano. <laughs> I said, okay, piano is very expensive. He said, no, just a piano. Because piano is another instrument. Keyboard is another instrument. Because uh, you must touch wood. you must touch a real uh, instrument, not electronic. So it's different. Uh, uh, I said, okay, I have a keyboard. He said, no, you must buy a piano. So I didn't, ha- I didn't have enough money to buy it, but uh, I, I did it. My brother told me, okay, you need your money. I said, I will buy a house by this piano. Wow. He said, no, no, it's very expensive. You need to uh, 
save your money for buying a house because everyone in Iran must buy a house, mm -hmm. buy a car mm -hmm. because the money is not, it's not any value about the money. Uh, so I told her, I will buy a house with this piano. Trust me. Uh, and it, it happened. Really, it happened. Uh, and uh, I bought a piano for uh, and I started to... How big was this piano that you bought? Uh, about the price uh, or no, the size. No, how big was it? Was it like it a, was a, 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 a say apartment kind of piano or like a... Uh, no, it was a normal, not very big. It was uh, a grand hall. It wasn't a grand hall. Uh -huh. It was a normal piano. But probably still very expensive. Uh, yes, You, you yes. put your, all your savings into this piano. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then what? And then I started to practice 11 hours in a day. <laughs> so I have a problem in my neck here and here. 11 hours a day. E 11 hours in a day. I wanted to So you to couldn't be working while you're pl playing, you know, you don't have another job. This I, is uh, Yeah, I, I quit the job. I had a shop um, uh, in Tehran. Uh, I said, okay, I, I never go there uh, because I want to practice music. And my wife said, okay, you can do everything you want. She helped me uh, all the days. Wow. She uh, uh, cooked for me and said, okay, you, you didn't eat. I said, okay, okay, I will do it. I'm proud because I wanted to go to the university with piano. Uh, uh, it didn't happen. I didn't go to university, uh, uh, but instead of university, I became a singer. It was good for me. 11 hours a day. Yes. I mean, were your, were your I fingers start, bleeding? Uh, I mean, I, that's a... Uh, not that's really, a, but uh, I, I had neck. very bad... Uh, yes, my neck had... Did, just you, not have did you get... I mean, you're an amazing piano player now. How how fast was your growth as a piano player? Uh, I was playing uh, uh, keyboard before. Uh -huh. I knew a little about the piano. But uh, I need to practice for university, for examination in the university. So I start to play classic, romantic, and yes. modern. And before that, the Baroque. I start. I choose Bach for playing, and Bach is really was very hard. Yes. Fuchs, the Fuchs was really was hard. Uh, and, and again, are you teaching yourself, or this time you have somebody helping you? Or you have a teacher. Just now. No, with piano. Are you, piano. Were you? Did you learn by yourself, or you yeah, had no, some? I, I had a teacher. Okay, I had a teacher, did, yeah. uh, but I uh, he, for example, he um, uh, teach me for one hour, and after that, I. Uh, for the other one ten week, hours. I practice, practice, <laughs> because <laughs> it was a big lesson, right. so. Uh, I practiced for one year. After one year, I stopped. He said, "Okay, it's enough for university. You're, <laughs> yeah, you are you're hurting yourself." Yes. So uh, after that, I again I came back to guitar, and again I continue my. Well, soon after lessons. that, I mean, you've been composing, and soon after that, and and it's around when you're, I guess, about thirty-one years old or something. Mm -hmm. You you have what would we would call is your big break which is that you become very famous for singing and writing the film score yes. for a film called Majnun Leili. Yes, yes, I want to play a little bit of the song Majnun Leili from All that right. score. It's Please nice uh, take it away there. <laughs> آسوده در رویای من این لحظه در هوای تو گم شده در صدای تو من عاشقم مجنون تو گم گشته در بارون تو مجنون لیلی بی خبر There you go, a little taste of the piece Majnun Leili from the film score of the film of the same name. Uh, how big a 
a, a life change was it for you after that film came out? How how much did it affect your life? Uh, at the first, really, it was nice to me. I loved that days. But uh, at the first time, they told me, uh, okay, you uh, we can buy your album. You can release an album. Uh, but I love to make composing film music. So uh, for four years, I was a film music composer. And uh, till we this uh, a serial very famous the name is Galbe Yachi. After Galbe Yachi, the uh, I think the I don't know the producer told me that we can have album we can release the album of Galbe Yachi. So I said yes, it's very nice a movie uh, an album of a film. Yes, it it is my favorite. It was my favorite. So I was very happy. Say, I said, okay, it, 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 um, I think uh, it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so after Galbe Yachi, it was for me like explosion. Everyone knows me in the street. It was very beautiful. Galbe Yachi, of course, has uh, uh, the song Duruke that we, play, we played at the beginning, but it also has this song, Royaye Vaqayi. Yeah. Let me just play a little bit of this one. <laughs> to the song Royaya Vaqayi from that album Qalbi Yaqi that comes out in 2011 the first uh, uh, first album by Maziar tell me about that song uh, it, has a, uh, it has a little story uh, I think it's good uh, the producer said all your songs in the album is sad songs and mm. love songs do you have anything a little with a beat we need something I said yes I can do it so he said I need another song all our album is very sad is very lovely i said this is my style i love these songs he said no please give me one song with a uh, beat so i made this one and uh, i get help uh, got help from my friend i'm in a bomb shot and we wrote the lyrics together uh, and i told him I, I, this is the beat. I said, okay, I will write it on it. So uh, I made this one and I thought, okay, is it good? He said, yes, wonderful. I love it. So I was happy. I said, okay, the producer is happy. So I'm happy. It's interesting. You know, this album comes out and you become, now you're really becoming a star uh, in Iran, in as much as you can become a star in Iran. We'll get to yeah, that. But, but, uh, what's interesting to me is you know 
as you say, it makes it all worth it, the uh, putting your money into buying the piano, all the, uh, all the time that you spent practicing, et cetera. But you're actually in your mid-30s. To become a singer in your mid-30s, some people would say, that's not your that you know you you have to start when you're much younger yeah yes. um what what is the lesson in that what's the lesson yes, for uh, for uh, people uh, out so, there that so if, you, uh, if you help me i tell in farsi would you please translate sure, it in english yeah, because course, it, yeah. it's very important for me وقتی که من شروع کردم موسیقی رو از سن پایین شروع کردم اما برای اینکه خواننده بشم احساس کردم نیاز هست که باید خیلی چیز یاد بگیرم اول باید مهندس می‌شدم که به قول کتاب به پدرم داده بودم عمل میکردم و بعد باید میرفتم دوباره موسیقی بعد از این قسمت When you started music you were quite young but it occurred to you that if you had to be a singer there was lots that you had to do before you became a singer including going and getting your degree in industrial engineering بعد از اون من رفتم پیش استاد موسیقی و هشت سال بدون یک جلسه که قیبت بکنم و سر کلاس نرم هشت سال هر هفته من رفتم کلاس و بعد از هشت سال به من گفت You must have more experience out of this class He was really master So when he told me go and have experience My love changed He said stop learning Go and have experience uh, What's happening in the society برای این من کلاس رو ترک کردم هشت سال هم اونجا طول کشید سن سی تا سی و چهار سالگی بودم و من اولین آهنگم رو ساختم چهار سالم صبر کردم براش و یک اتفاقی برای من در زندگی افتاد که این رو به همه میگم اگر میخواید یک آرتیست باشید میخواید یک استار باشید میخواید یک سوپر استار باشید میخواید یک پزشک موفق باشید برای این کار هیچ وقت دیر نیست هیچ وقت دیر نیست well, it's, it's Yeah, football oh. player. <laughs> no, it's, it's not too late. It's not physical. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. about physical. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about uh, maybe, maybe in bodybuilding. Yes, you can. You can be a bodybuilder. Yeah, that's uh, true. You're 15 years or yeah. 16 years, and yeah. you can you, you 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 can be a good bodybuilder. But the thing that I want to say is that I have a very interesting statement. Shaw, you want to be a pianist. به نظر من برای اینکه یک پیانیست خوب بشی شاید سه سال چهار سال کافی باشه برای اینکه بتونی تمرین بکنی اگر پنجاه سالت هست این 54 years old you are a good pianist mm. so if you work hard هیچ وقت دیر نیست it's not it's not necessary to work hard and hard I think only two hours in a day is enough okay four years two hours some people will consider two hours a day a lot but okay yes yeah. two hours yeah. two, but not two hours uh, for example uh, from 11 to 1 o'clock okay You must uh, uh, device for example, for example uh, half an hour uh-huh. after that you can rest. Rest another half an hour. Uh, or two hours later, okay. half an hour. In تنها راهشه. شما میتونید روزی دو ساعت موسیقی کار بکنید چهار سال شما یک پیانیست خوب خواهید میتونید حتی روی استیج بیاید من یک ورکشاپ موسیقی الان در آلمان دارم انجام میدم در فکر میکنم چند روز روزهای آینده فکر کنم پونزده پونزده این 15 اپریل برای همین هر کس که میخواد موزیسین بشه یا کار موسیقی بکنه میتونه بیاد چه بلد باشه چه بلد نباشه سنش بالا باشه سنش پایین باشه دوست دارم این ورکشاپ رو در تورنتو هم بیارم که بیایم به همراه دکتر ثابتیان با هم انجام میدیم من میخوام بگم که آقا من کسی هستم که خودم در سن چهل سالگی تازه روی استیج بودم شروع کارم مم. چهل سالگی بود و در چهل سالگی دیر نبود. But it's also a different mindset to go from being a writer 
and a composer mm-hmm. to being the person in the front. You know, there's, I mean, there's the, again back to the Iranian tradition. We have the we have Iraj Janati Atayi. We mm-hmm. have Farid Zolan. These guys are the people behind the scenes, and yeah. then the person on the stage is Abby. Or right, you you're making that transition. It occurs to me with Qalb Yahi from being the guy who writes all this stuff to also being the face and the voice and the the person who's in the front of it. Was that a difficult transition for you to be the the star, to be the guy who's on the stage? Yeah. No, no, because uh, um, I love to be on stage. When you love something, you do it well. It's not important what, what's happening in the past or in the future. So uh, I was happy because was uh, you know, to again. وقتی که یک کاری رو دوست دارید انجام بدید اون رو انجام بدید If you're passionate about something do it در هر سنی در هر زمانی با هر گذشته ای و هر آینده اصلا مهم نیست Okay so here's the paradox The paradox is as uh, Maziar Falahi becomes a big star in Iran or becomes famous his, his songs become famous it also becomes harder and harder yeah. to actually do what you love with the consent of the regime of the mm-hmm. of the government. So first of all there's a story that you you at one point you're playing a show and uh Gashte Ershad comes and yeah. arrests half the audience and uh t- tell me what happens there. Uh at that time uh at the first time uh, I was I, I think this it it was the reason I think it was the reason. I didn't find I couldn't find any reason for it. They attacked to our concert and they arrest all the people in Salon. When I went in the salon, no one was there. And they arrested my mother. Your mother? Yes. On what basis were they arresting people? Uh, Chero? Uh, it, I, I think uh, it, was the, it was a show to show the people what is Gashti Ershad. You can see, we go to concert and arrest more than uh, 700 people. Uh, and they told me, I said, okay, we cancel the concert. Stop arresting the people. Oh, we cancel. I said, you can't cancel it. You must go and sing. I said, no, I can't because uh, you, can you see what's happening here? He said, uh, if you cancel the concert, the people comes to street because the Borja Milad is near the Hemat Highway. He said, if you uh, say the people, they cancel, more than 2,000 angry people come to street in the uh, Hemat Highway and you are this, uh, you and the You're producer. Yes. Uh, no, they say uh, you are Sarone Ekhtashash. This this was the center, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. was they say You're going to be uh, cause a riot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we will arrest you, and the uh, the sentence what we put you put you you know put you in the guni. <laughs> but what is the what is the um, uh, I'm asking what 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 do they say they're arresting people for? What what, uh, what were people doing wrong? I mean, I don't know. We don't have anything in uh, uh, English. Uh, uh-huh. word. They say Montoya Jolobaz. Uh huh. I see. People weren't wearing the right. Uh, 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 because uh, Dutchman uh, adore. Go, and go. my mother, she was helping them to uh, close the close them the and said, "Okay, and, uh, that lady, come here. Oh You're helping God. the people. They arrest my mother because she was helping them, mm. and uh, I didn't know all of that. I went to the sun. They say you uh, must, you have to uh, do the concert. So. We, I, I was crying and I was singing. Also, when you're writing music at this point, um, you have to keep thinking, especially as you become more famous, you have to keep considering what's going to be acceptable 
to Ershad to allow you to record these records, right? Does that that must be difficult as a writer because you're you're constantly kind of trying to figure out what's going to be allowed and what isn't going to be allowed. Yes, always we have this have you had this problem always. Uh, you know, در ایران شما با سختی بزرگ میشی. بنابراین تمام این سختی ها رو میپذیری و زندگی میکنی. این من با سختی کنسرت میدادم چرا که مثل مردمان کره شمالی فکر میکنیم زندگی همین ما با سختی بکشیم. خب مازیار چرا مثلا at the age of 30 no one would blame you if you like many other musicians would have left Iran I mean why, why did you choose to stay من فکر میکردم که وظیفه منه که در ایران بمونم و موسیقی رو نگه دارم به خاطر اینکه ما بعد از انقلاب دیگه موسیقی نداشتیم همه چیز زیرزمینی بود یا از موسیقی که از لس آنجلس می آمد ما گوش می کردیم و از اونا یاد می گرفتیم مثل مثلا من سیاوش قمیشی گوش می دادم دوست داشتم و موسیقی ما از اونجا می آمد در داخل ایران اتفاقی نمی افتاد کم کم ما خودمون یاد گرفتیم تلاش کردیم موسیقی گیتار رو توی پارچه می پیچیدیم من وظیفه داشتم این کارو بکنم من این کارو ادامه دادم تا زمانی که یک آهنگی ساختم من عاشق باز بزرگترین بازیگر مرد ایران این جمله درستی اگه بگم بهروز وسوقی بودم و هستم Your favorite actor Behruz Vusiqi You end up writing a song with his name in it, right? وقتی که اسم بهروز وسوقی رو دادم که ارشاد مجوز بگیره گفت آهنگ تو مجوز میدم بهروز وسوقی شو در بیار توی شعر من میگه منو محکم بغلم کن توی جاده تو شلوغی هم سفر شو با خیالم مثل بهروز وسوقی این من یک فیلم نامه نوشتم به خاطر این آهنگ داستان یک دختری بودش که شش ماه زنده است توی این قصه و تنها آرزوی زندگیش اینه که در جاده چالوس موتور سواری بکنه چیزی که برای دختران ممنوعه و این آهنگ قسمت پایانی این فیلم بود که میگفت منو مثل بهروز وسوقی منو بغل کن مثل بهروز وسوقی right, right. و اینجوری موتور سواری بکنه چون اجازه نداشتم با عشقش و دوست پسرش این موتور سواری رو بکنه من برادرش رو در داستان معمور کردم که این سواری رو But so, so you can do this part in English I'm sure yeah. So the, the violation was just naming his name Behruz Vusiqi Yes, yes The name of Behruz Vusiqi was the problem They said okay censor this one yeah. You can sing It's okay And you refused okay. to do that No Three years Three years really I fight for it I said okay I will give you money Money Give it to me Give it the permission They said no I went one time, three times, and after three years, they said, no, my, one of my friends, they say, I can't get the permission, come with me. And we went to Ershad, I was there, I think we wait uh, behind the room or more than six hours, they say, okay, we will tell you. After six hours, a lady came out, oh, why are you waiting here? I saw we are waiting for permission this song. They say, no, no one is in the room. They left six hours later. I said, oh, we are waiting for an empty room. They said, yes. Wow. They're laughing to you. So I told him, uh, this song for me is very important. It's not exactly about the name of Behruz Usuri. It's about me. The principle. I, yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to censor anymore. I will go to another country and uh, to release the music without mm-hmm. censoring. Mm-hmm. I don't like it anymore. So uh, I went to Ukraine. Ukraine have uh, this. This really is a very beautiful country. With a Did you go to Kiev? Where were you? I was in Kiev. Kiev yeah. I was in Kiev, and uh, the name, uh, the that part is the name is Abalone. Uh, 
and I was living in Avalon and really uh, Ukraine had a very, very uh, nice musician. I was working with them. I was really I was happy. I released this song. The name is Arezu with Behruz Vusuri mm-hmm. and uh, it has a video. I make the video, made the video in Ukraine with uh, two actor and actress. They were uh, Ukrainian. I think uh, it's the best, uh, my best video in whole but, my th- life. But let me take a couple of steps back because in Iran, it's not just about the censorship. It's also about the fact that there's a limit to how much you can become a star yes, in Iran. Yes, yes. When I was researching for this interview, I was asking actually the batch of the team here, like, because they kept on saying, oh, you know, Maziar is very famous in Iran. And I said, well, I can't really find any, you know, normally if somebody says Lady Gaga's famous, you go on YouTube and there's videos with millions and millions of views, and there aren't that many videos of you from yes, those you previous know, years. They're, they're and they said, well, why yeah. would he make videos in Iran? Because where are you going to see the videos? What can you put in the video? I mean, it's the whole thing's kind of a disaster right so so it demonstrated to me the limitations even when you were well known in iran there's so, only so much you can become I, a pop star right yes, yes i must tell you something i think uh, no one tell uh, it's, it's my opinion i don't know it's right or not it's not uh, you know uh, they after 10 years they start thinking that we need music because of because the regime uh, uh, let me tell you in farsi وقتی شما رو احتیاج دارن ازتون استفاده میکنن they want to put they need to یک سری خواننده به وجود بیارن against the Los Angeles against them to compete with the LA I think it's my opinion I don't know it's right or not they say okay they are here we make some uh, build some kind of an uh, industry yes, inside yeah. Iran. Unha yek ser khananda ro ijaze dadan ke kar bokonan baran ke azashon istifade bokonan va muqabale in Los Angeles qarar bedan. Musiqi ke az unja mi amad. Va shuru kardan parabol. Ta jayi ke niyaz daran. Az jayi ke niyaz nadaran shoma ro mindazan birun. Ya mujavaz to niyaz nadaran. When when do they no longer need you? Uh, احساس میکنن ke khob in musiqi ha gol kard. Omad bala in inja sajolay ina voiceat migan khob they don't want you to become too big a star. Yes, it has a limit. Because what? You become a threat somehow? No, uh, there is only for them, there is one star. It is Rahbar. Oh, we don't have any star. <laughs> you don't, and, yeah. You, you know, don't want a rock star to become bigger than yeah, the, you know, the supreme have, leader. We have two football teams, uh, Perspolis and Estherlan. Both of them, for, uh, they are for regime, for government. Because they are afraid of the fans. So they can control the football. They can control the right. music. They can. They love. They love to control. So are they watching? Like if they see um, Maziar's becoming too famous on Instagram, or he's getting too many likes, or he's getting uh, too many people are listening yeah. to it. Now that we've got to I sort of stop know. him. I, I was happy that oh, it's happening to me. It's everything is good. But after yesterday or they attacked to our concert. Uh, one of my friends told me, okay. It's a message for you. You're growing up. This is this is one stop for you. It was a message to me that you you are you are uh, growing. So they want to stop me, and uh, I, always they call you. Okay, come to Wazarat uh, Telaat and say oh, you know what to do. You know before every concert we have a meeting between the 
between Amakin, police امنیت. I don't know anything about this police, stuff. Police, it, police, it, it freaks me out. I honestly, it, it's crazy to me. All of this. من قبل از هر کنسرت باید میرفتم اونجا و یک سری صحبت ها انجام میشد و یه اجازه اون کنسرت رو میگرفتم برای هر اجرا. We need permission for every concert. They say, which songs are you going to sing? And yes, the songs, the behavior. What are you going to wear? Uh, yes, Your hair is yes, too... Uh, they never told me anything about hair. I don't oh. know why. Because I think because it's uh, white hair, I think. <laughs> they say it's okay. They never told me about my hairs. But in TV, uh, uh, always they told me, you must put your hair on your... Inside shirt, your shirt. Inside your shirt. They say it was it was very hard because it was very bad. Uh-huh. Uh, the shape was very bad. This was like this. Uh-huh. But uh, they never told me how oh, your your hair is problem. Uh, but uh, before every concert, they say, "Okay, come to police, come to police amniat, come to herasat," and we had to, we, we must get so many permission. And uh, the problem, you know, music is very very harder than. Cinema in Iran mm. because when you get permission for a film, uh, you can show this movie in every city. But for every city concert, you must get another permission. You say, okay, I have permission for this album, so I can perform it in, for example, Bandar Abbas. They say no, Bandar Abbas another oh another permission oh in Tabriz God. another. Yes. And for example, for example, in Yazd you can sing this one. This is very happy music. You can sing this in this is uh, here this, in this city you can sing. And every permission for every city, and so we have so many problems yeah. there. Let me ask you, do you, um, be honest, you know, do you wish you had left Iran sooner? No, no. Uh, because really I love that people. And uh, so when I'm, I'm in Canada in concert, but I miss them. Uh, رابطه من با کسایی که می آمدم کنسرت من خیلی فرق داشت خیلی آدمایی که می آمدن به کنسرت من بسیار آدمای ایموشنالی بودن خیلی و من یک رابطه قلبی بسیار عمیقی با اونایی که می آمدن کنسرت داشتم اونا همه مثل خانواده من بودن من اونا رو از دست دادم How difficult is it to not be there now? خب این من ایرانی‌ها رو اینجا می‌بینم. اونم خیلی عشق داره. خیلی. خیلی از به هر حال هنوز با مردم ایران من در ارتباطم. این خوش خیلی به من کمک می‌کنه که این بتونم دوباره تو این کنسرت ها هم دیگه رو ببینیم. به هر حال مردم ایران مردم ایرانن همیشه و این خیلی به من عشق میده. خب اونایی که اینجا هستن مثلا ما ما میخوایم تو ایران باشیم. Many of us can't go, you know. مشکلی که ما همه داریم. ولی من دلم براشون تنگ میشه. من چهل و خورده سال از عمرم اونجا زندگی کردم. در اصل ریشه من اونجاست. و من حتی خدافظی نکردم. من روزی که از ایران اومده واسه هیچ کس خدافظی نکردم. مثل خیلی خیلی هستن که حتی خدافظی نکردن از ایران اومده. حالا ممکن بعضیا بگن خب خودت خواستی. آره من خواستم، من خودم خواستم. ولی نمیتونم بگم که کاری که الان که اینجام دلم تنگ نمیشه. چرا نمیشه؟ من 
حتی من فکر میکردم برمیگردم ولی اوکران جنگ شد و همینجور من کشور به کشور رفتم و اتفاقی که برای من یک درسی برای من داشت جنگ اوکران که زندگی اون شکلی نیستش که ما بیایم بگیم حالا این کار رو میخوام بکنم بعد ما دیگه نمیدونیم چه اتفاقاتی در زندگی و من احساس میکنم که به بزرگترین آرزویی که در زندگیم داشتم رسیدم خانندگی نبود اون رابطه قلبی که بین من و آدم ها برقرار شد این خواسته این من بود تو زندگیم اتفاق افتاد و من دوست داشتم که آهنگ هایی که میخونم دلهای آدم ها به هم نه عاشق بشن قصه هاشون رو فراموش کنن یا هر چیز دیگه من به این آرزو رسیدم الان دیگه چیزی برای خودم نمیخوام من یه دختر 15 ساله دارم و آخه you're such a um, you really are a very modest guy you know, you know you don't seem like a You don't seem to have a big ego. You don't seem like to think I'm a star. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and and in meeting you, you you just seem you just seem like a, a somebody who doesn't isn't um, as angry or or bitter as you could be. I mean, you I I understand right now you live in Germany. You live in a small small uh, city. You said earlier in this interview, you don't have a lot there. You don't have all your things that you didn't bring everything out of Iran. No, you don't I have, don't have anything. You don't have small. anything. Well, I mean, there's somebody who might say, you know, I'm a, I'm a person that all these Iranians can sing my songs and they know who I am and I've been a big star. And if I was in America all this time or in London or in Toronto uh, and a, a Canadian singer, I would have a... massive castle and I would have you know drivers and I would have all this this money and do you do you does that do you ever get angry that you were you have been denied all of those things that you don't have some um, rich lifestyle because you're a star no I ارتباط عاطفیم با مردم و خوانندگیم هیچی ندارم و خیلی ها میگفتن که آقا کنسرت ندید مثلا شما که وضعتون خوبه فلان گفتم حداقل اگر به همه خواننده ها بگید همه چی دارید یه مدتی کنسرت ندید من شاملش نمیشم چون واقعا من همه چیزم از دست دادم و نیاز دارم که کار بکنم به خاطر خانوادم بنابراین این فکر میکنم که تمام چیزایی که گفتن به من نگفتن چون من هر آنچه که داشتم حالا در اوکراین من خونه منم آسیب دیده سلام و شاید با یکی از همون پهبادهایی که حکومت ایران بهشون داده خونه منم زده باشه واو. نمیدونم چون آسیبی واو. که خورده حالا آسیب در حدی نبود که کلش از بین بره ولی خب منم نیاز دارم که کار بکنم ولی خب برای من همه اینها یک درسه که نه من الان واقعا دنبال هیچ چیز خاصی نیستم و فکر میکنم که تنها چیزی که دوست دارم در زندگی به هم برگرده همون روزهای شادی که با مردم داشتم من اگر مردم خوشحال نباشن من خوشحال نیستم بنابراین چیزی برای من نداره شما الان به من خونه ماشین بهترین امکانات ثروت به من بده ولی میبینم که مردم زیاد خوشحال نیستن وقتی اونا حالشون خوب نیست من هیچ چیزی برام قشنگ نیست و احساس نمیکنم که جدا از احساسات اونا هستم ما شب و روزمون دیگه داره با هم میگذره هر اتفاق تلخی که در ایران میفته به من اثر میذاره خیلی نمیتونم بگم مهم نیست 
من شاید خیلی غمگین تر می شدم اگر یک زندگی خیلی خیلی خوبی هم الان خارج از ایران داشتم بیشتر من غمگین کرد همین الان کنسرتی که با استاد ویژن مرتضوی داریم برگزار می کنیم داریم تلاش می کنیم که به ایران کمک بکنیم و با این ایده اصلا شروع شد که این کنسرت کمک بکنه حالا من هنوز روابطی دارم که میتونن کمک بکنن دکتر ثابتیان هنوز پزشک هایی داره که دارو بفرستیم yes. کمک بکنیم این بیشتر منو خوشحال میکنه تا چیزهای دیگه بنابراین اون چه که در پیش رو دارم داشتن نداشتن و بر... میدونم که ش... میدونم که توانایی اینه که دارم دوباره زندگیمو بسازم باید این کارو بکنم به خاطر دخترم ولی یک اتفاقی برای من افتاد و برای که من درس خوبی برای من داشت در مسیری که از اوکراین می آمدم به سمت اون رو می توانم اکلیسی بگم When we were moving uh, from Ukraine to Poland uh, it was long line of cars more than 40 kilometers to get out yes to get out without food without water and uh, I didn't have gasoline and gas or petrol nothing and I, I didn't know what what's happened in the future it was very cold I look at the people all the children they were in street in the cold weather i said come to our car we can sit together we have enough place and i was very very worried about the gasoline and petrol and my daughter told me oh yeah i'm very really i'm sorry because uh i think uh i i know i'm very emotional but not too much that is too okay much. it's okay uh, So because I don't, I, I want to be myself. I don't like to say, okay, no, no let's have fun. Don't control yourself. Uh, it's no, okay. but, but it's hard to me. Always I'm crying in the nervous. So my daughter said, daddy, don't worry. I'm okay. We can go on foot. We can go. It's not, we don't need to have a car. We can go together 40 kilometers. Okay. One day, two days. Don't worry about me. I said, okay. I'm happy. بزرگ شد و خیال من راحت شد که تو دیگه میفهمی منو و و به من دلداری داد گفتش که مهم نیست اگر بنزین تموم شد تو نگران منی که من تو خیابون مثلا 40 کیلومتر تو سرما باید برم منو بغل کرد گفت پیاده میری اینقدر من حالم خوب شد ریلکسشم کنم اوکی بچه من بزرگ شد توی همین لحظات شاید در یک لحظه در یک ثانیه این اتفاق افتاد با من آب آب و غذامون رو با اوکراینیا قسمت کردیم اونجا من خیلی آب همراهم بود به خاطر که یک ایرانی همیشه میدونه که در زمان سختی باید آب همراهش داشته باشه من خیلی آب همراهم بود غذا زیاد مهم نبود بعد ماشین پشتی بچهش گریه میکرد احتیاج به آب داشت بهشون گفتم که شما بچه کوچیک داریم من آب میخوام ما آب تموم کردیم گفتم من 6 تا باکس آب دارم باز کردم سری بهشون دادم به خاطر بچه‌هاشون و اون گفت شما غذا دارین گفتم نه ما غذا نیوردیم و ما ایرانی هم تون ماهی داره ولی باید بجوشونیم میترسیم بخوریم گفتم فقط همینو دارم نمیدونم تاریخش مال کیه گفتش که ما غذا داریم میتونیم بهتون غذا بدیم و ما با هم دیگه آب in the car behind you were they all, all from Ukraine they're Ukrainian yes. people yeah. I think I was the only Iranian uh, family in the line but it was important because Ukraine they love all the people all around the world they love everyone you can uh, and they help each other together we help mm. each other so I said I don't have enough gasoline and I don't have enough petrol they said okay you can go find uh, 
we will keep your place here. Mm. I went and find, uh, because it was dangerous to a gas station, because uh, uh, they attacked the gas station. Yeah. So I went and find very quick. I said, okay, you have, uh, I think, uh, four gallon or one gallon. He said, yes, okay, come, I have it. Don't worry about it. So I came back and they said, okay, they put a space for me and, uh, and I have so many memories of there. They're bad memories, I can tell you, because you, in, in this, in this uh, I think in this interview is enough for. Well, by the, I mean, what a year you've had, you know, a year that began with, uh, mm -hmm. The, the the Ukraine war and escaping that and then the revolution in Iran. Um, I, I'm so grateful that you've been here to do this, have this conversation, to be yes. in our studio. It means so much to me. It's I've I've uh, been moved by you emotionally. I've learned from you. I appreciate oh, so you. you. I thank you so much. Uh, so I must apologize about my emotional. It's because uh, I I'm man bovardaram ke. مردها و زنها باید اگر احساساتی دارن نشون بدن yes. این نشون میده که شما yes. راست میگید صداقت در همینه yeah. اگر من الان خودم رو کنترل بکنم در حقیقت احساساتم رو به دروغ بیان کردم من lot of people have cried in the studio yeah, it's okay one of the things that you've said recently though is, is you're dedicating I mentioned it in the introduction to you that you're dedicating your mission is to produce music related to the revolution until there's change in Iran and from what I understand we're very lucky you're going to perform something here for us yes, this is are your dear friend is coming in the most talented yes, yes. Uh, it's a new song I made it uh, I heard story about uh, it but I saw a lady a girl uh, in London uh, he said my love he's living in Iran so uh, when I'm working for uh, people in Iran so I can't come back to my country mm. so we can meet each other so I wrote a song for them uh, that then in the song the it says I want to hug you in Azadi Square, but mm. then the real name is Shahyat. But Azadi here, freedom is another meaning for me. Yeah. So they're waiting for freedom to hug each other in Europe. Wow. This is a song. Wow. Do you ever, you know the song by, uh, you ever heard the song by David Bowie, Heroes? Oh yeah, yeah. The famous yes. song, uh, We yeah, Can yeah. Be Heroes, and that's about the Berlin Wall. Yes, They're on yes. either side of the For Berlin Wall. For me, it's wall. the same. I think so uh, it will similar. happen in Iran. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. It will happen in Iran. I know the people, because hugging, hugging is forbidden. Kissing is forbidden in Iran. It is about love. It's about emotion in Iran. But they, it's forbidden for people. So uh, I was thinking... Uh, I mean, I need to uh, compose another song, a love song for this uh, revolution. Do you want to tell us a bit about uh, the su superstar who's coming in here to, uh, yes, to play Sovet, with you? Yeah, my friend. Is the doctor here? <laughs> yes. Can we uh, bring him in? Um, a doctor, a musician. Hey, this guy's a, a master of karate. You uh, know. Oh, he's a master of karate yeah, too? Yeah, sure. He's uh, a master of karate. Uh, Salam. 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 Nice to have you here. So um, he, we have we keeping him away from the microphones, but uh, old friends from Galba Yachitil here we are together. So so what's the name of this song? Do we have a name for this it? This song is Shabe uh, Azadi, the Night of Freedom. All right. تو رو دوست دارم از همه جون دنیا مثل مادرمی 
تو کوچه ها گریه در هوای ما خنده در صدای ما از شادی گریه می کنیم همه وقت رفتن غمه لحظه رسیدن آزادی 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 Beautiful Live in the Rook studio So There is another song From Loner Court They never led me to sing it in Iran because it's hallelujah. So I think it's for me in Iran. So you knew this song when you were in Iran. Yeah, yeah. And you loved it. Uh, yeah. And you could never uh, never perform it or record it live. Uh, right? No, I never perform it. But uh, here, for the first time, uh, I love to sing it, a little part of it. Please. I mean, I, more I, than just a little part. It's, it's you could sing the whole song. I, I want to feel free here. Yes, yes, it's, it's a very nice studio, and I'm really relaxed here. So uh, I was thinking it's very nice to sing this song for the first time for me. Uh, just I'm doing it for just for myself. Please. Okay. Live in the Rook studio. Beautifully done, you guys. That's Mazir uh, Falahi. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And Dr. Puria Sabationg joining him there on that version of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Thank you again, you guys. This is full time for Rook for today. What a pleasure it's been to sit here and hear these guys perform. Our website is rookmedia.com, R-O-Q-E, media.com. 
Thanks to the amazing team who put this show together. Talented Anahita, Super Patty Saw, Smart Pega, Savvy Roham, Ahai Merthad, and Sound Person Louise. Thank you to all of you out there for supporting us and sharing our content. Do subscribe if you've not done so already on any or all of our platforms. You can find us on Twitter, at Rook Media, and on YouTube at the same handle. And on Instagram at Rook Media. You can find me on Instagram at Gian Gomeshi. And in the meantime, as ever, Mizunbashi. Bashi.